saying? When I got put in the chair, ultimately the 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 where I ended up was my grandmother's house. And mind you, this was all transition for not only myself but all of us, you know. And you know, on on I, I had this 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 uh, I was going through grieving. I had anger. I, I had I, there was a lot of things that were changing that had changed in my life for for the. You know, it impacted me in a way that I was like, yo, this is this is not real. Um, and I remember having a girlfriend at that time and, and, and you know, uh, Shorty used to stay with me. But my grandmother had this conflict with her and that turned into uh, some some internal, you know, uh, turmoil, which ultimately, like I'm telling you, I've been I was home probably for like a month. And they got into it. And obviously she's with me in the house. So I'm not going to let him, you know, mind you, my, my grandmother, she was real quick with the hands, ready to hit somebody or throw something. Yeah, I, I, I grew up in a very toxic environment. When I tell you, I grew up in a very toxic environment. Looking back, right? I thought that was normal for me. But looking back, it was very toxic. And I remember in, intervening with the situation and literally I got thrown out. And I got thrown out, um, not only just like thrown out, like you and your girl get out, but all my stuff was put on the on, on the porch. And I remember I have to leave everything on the porch and me just kind of literally just, you know, uh, go find somewhere to stay. And so that's just giving you a glimpse of just, you know, the 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 it, it, things didn't change because I got put in a wheelchair. Right. Right. The, 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 the behavior and the customs that I was around didn't change. And nobody said, well, where where is my man gonna go if he you know he's in the chair? He has health problems now. Like that that wasn't considered. It was a lot of emotion, toxic behavior, and that ultimately. And I mind you, I'm 17, literally 17. I'm in a wheelchair, and I'm and now I have to go find where to stay. That was still in Connecticut, right? Um, ultimately, you know, I was able to stay in certain people's houses. My grandmother picked up and left, and ended up coming to Massachusetts. And the way she found Massachusetts is that my sister was out here to begin with, and that's how everybody else started following. Um, when I ultimately decided, I stood in, in, in Connecticut for like two years because I, I had this mind, mindset: you're not, nobody's going. I'm not going to run because I got put in a chair. Right. That egotistical that like, you you know, if anything, I, I got more emerged into the street life. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's when it was one of the most darkest time in my life, which is really the first two years of me being in the chair because I had something to prove. I was I was upset. I was angry. I was really dark. I was in a really dark place um, and I was just ready for whatever. Um, family picked up and left. Grandma went to uh, to, uh, to 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 Massachusetts. I started getting sick after a certain amount of time because at this point, mind you, behaviors are still the same. But what changed, guys? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. like it's not the same, yeah. right? But it didn't register because I still had to do what I had to take. Uh, I had to clean myself. I had to make sure that when I self-catheterized myself, I was doing the proper, uh, you know, procedures, right? The bacteria, all these other stuff that you would have to take into consideration when you are in as a paraplegic or any health issues. It's like, bro, you got to be, you got to have four walls. You got to be stable. You got to be in an environment where you can actually, you know, shower and do certain things. Um, and, and so I started getting really sick. And I mind you, I, you know, I always talk about how you start realizing who your friends are. Um, when you're in times of needs or your, your life changes. And so these individuals that were at one point in my life, you know, people started peeling off. And I, I found myself in Connecticut just kind of like, oh, OK, like we got to make we got to make a change. Um, ultimately, that ended. I ended up following my grandmother. Um, and that was probably two years after. Mind you, um, you know, when I got here, um, you know, same behavior, same. She was great to see me. It was all love. 
I say probably six months into it, you know, again, I had another girlfriend, um, different girlfriend at this point, and, and conflict started again. And, um, and same, same, same patterns, right? The same patterns, same behaviors. And ultimately, um, I got thrown out. Um, and, and she, second time. Second time. Yeah, this was a pattern. This is, I was always getting thrown out the house, uh, even when I was a kid. Yeah, this was a pattern. So um, when she decided to go to New York um, from Massachusetts, you know, she she did tell me like, yo, come to New York. But at that point, I already, you know, when you when you just know, like, like this is bad, but this is going to be just as worse if I d- end up leaving. That yeah, I'm sure. not going to go to New York and they get thrown out in New York and being homeless in the city, in the streets of New York. Right. Like that's just I looked at it like, nah, I'm not I, I'm not I can't do that to myself any longer. I have to take a stand. And that's where I really, you know, for the for the following two to three years, I was literally um, going from house to house. Like uh, and, and mind you, the way that, you know, I've ended up sleeping in the in the pit shelter, which is if anybody that knows in the Worcester area. That's like the bottom of the bottom. Like, yeah, I remember staying there a couple, you know, when I did stay there nights, I would have to sleep with one eye open and one eye closed because it was it was definitely, uh, you know, very uh, bottom of the barrel type of uh, characteristics in there. And what I mean, I mean, drug abuse of all kinds and and just, you know, people stealing from each other and in this open room where you just have a cot and you're sitting in there and it's just like, God, like what, what is this? Right. Mind you, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've always been prideful. I've always been able to, you know, uh, hold my own. But at this point I'm, I'm, I'm a paraplegic. I'm, I hit the bottom of the bottom. I'm in a different state guys. Like that was the killer, right? Because back home, at least I knew how to move. I knew certain people. And now I'm, I'm, you know, I had to uh, really uh, pivot. And so, what helped me is that even through the midst of all this craziness, I said to her, I said, Jorge, like, we got to do something different, right? And this is why I always explain to everybody, because I want y'all to get the principles out of this. It's not just me being homeless, right? Like, that was a misfortune. That, that, that. Well, I think something that's interesting that, you know, you both have talked about is compromising and shortcuts. So I think the bigger, um, at least for me, the bigger take from that is, is there from the taking, is there for the taking if you don't compromise or take shortcuts? Mm. And so, you know what I'm saying? Whatever mm-hmm. it is for you, because there are a lot of it's out there for people, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to define whatever it is for you. That's not one thing or the other. Whatever's important to you, whatever you're trying to achieve, like that's your it. That's your your thing that you're, you're chasing. But I think the bigger for at least for me, the bigger thing is to spotlight is that compromise and taking shortcuts and why you take shortcuts and what do some of those shortcuts and compromising look like? Because there may be people out here trying to take a shortcut and they don't even realize they're doing it. So they're shooting themselves in the foot. They're wondering why they're not achieving the things that they want, but they don't they don't realize how they are actually harming their own their their own journey. So Mm. that's what sticks out to me about what you shared. And I'll give you an example um, without getting too much detail. (laughs) But I have an individual that um, I I'm going to say work closely with and um, they have a contract in place and they are refusing to fulfill their end of the contract, okay? Now, it's very simple. Some people try to make contracts tricky or whatever. This is just very simple. You're not allowed to smoke within a certain distance. 
You're not allowed to have certain types of guests in your work or living space. You are not allowed to have pets in your work or living <laughs> space. Those type, very simple things. We're not even talking about anything complicated, right? They are determined to do whatever it is they want to do, which actually is the very opposite <laughs> of what they agreed upon in the contract. Well, now they are in a, a very unfortunate kind of unfortunate situation where they're about to lose their contract and be in a very, um, let's just say a very compromising on the back end, right? Like they're not getting the results they want. They're actually mm-hmm. going to end up potentially without a house because mm-hmm. they made a decision um, to do what they want to do, to do be honest, mm-hmm. to do what they want to do. And uh, for this situation, them doing what they wanted to do was the shortcut. It was the shortcut. They had clear guidelines in place. And this could go for anything, right? Big or small. Sometimes we can have clear guidelines in place and then make a decision to do the exact opposite because we think our way is better or we just want to do what we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Or we just have no dis- no regard for any type of structure, which that's another way we end up compromising. But having no regard for structure and now it's it's unfortunately it's going to end badly for them. I hate to say that, but um, yeah, I've been there. I, at one point I had eleven chairs in my barbershop. I was I, we were popping. Th- think about it, two fifty a week per barber. You do the math. The problem with that was is that I was compromising myself, my beliefs, my establishment to just bring anybody because you could cut nice. Guess what? Nice barbers, but their character was just rotten. They weren't good people. And so my establishment turned into a hangout. It turned into, so who was really winning? Because I had the nicest barber in the city. <laughs> it was de- deteriorating my, my business. It was, my business was actually, you, there was, there was animosity and, and, and problems within the barbers because, you know, some people were getting away with murder in there. And Jorge had allowed it because they were nice. Are we? We wanted the title of like the best barbershop in the city. Or I wanted to get that finance and pull up with what two or three thousand dollars a week, right? We were good, but how long could what could I could I have kept that? Would would I be claiming that we're going on 20 years right now? No. I had to establish and understand that that little bit of value they bring in, it deteriorates and it takes away from everything once you do something like that. Mind you, this wasn't you being rude that we could kind of tweak that. You, t- mm-hmm. you literally stole from a client when you understood that the price is the price. And so, and it goes vice versa. There's some barbers or some stylists that they don't know how to charge. And so they'll let a client go with paying less. No, mm-hmm. like, that's the same energy. There's a standard in our establishment. There's a, pr- a ticket price for that service. You don't charge less. You don't charge more. Unless we as a company... Decide that, okay, 2024, we're going to bring our prices up. And guess mm-hmm. what? Even with that, you got to give your 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 your, 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 um, your clients an amount of time letting them know in the next three months, put flyers all around, in the next three months, our prices will be going up. Just giving you a heads up. There's no okie-dokie from one day that Alalai go get her nails to the next Saturday. It's like, oh, okay, it's double, it's double what you custom. Like, hold up. What happened? accordingly and you have to protect you know with with that character that i'm always talking about when it comes to business i've been in business for over 20 years not because 
I'm that that's I'm that deep, that sweet. But I realized when not to take shortcuts because when I do take shortcuts and I compromise within my own business, it it took a, it would take a hit. And that was a perfect example of me. You know, that's him taking a a, a a compromising and taking a shortcut because she probably was nice with the nails. Because if she, let's mm-hmm. be honest, if she wasn't nice with the nails, she probably would not get that second, third chance. And that's why I was talking. Spoken, not there's, there's, there's therapy, there's, there's coaching, there's consulting, there's assessments, mm-hmm. there's so many things. We're in 2023. But none of that works if you are just accustomed to just want to talk about where you at and don't want to apply the information that people are literally are trying to trying to give you so when I work with people and and all they and you give them solution but they're like oh but but there's always a but and a, and, a, and an excuse why they're not doing it I will respect you you will respect yourself a lot more if you just say like Adelaide said you know what I'm just not ready to make that sacrifice and until I'm until I do get to that point if I do get to that point of making that sacrifice I'm not even going to talk about it no more because what what are, what are we doing right and I think that that's that right there is 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 more damaging that you could sit there and talk about something because what you're doing, and I want to keep it 100 with you, the people that are rocking with you, little by little, they're going to stop listening and they're going to stop trying mm-hmm. to give you advice and they're going to stop trying to entertain you. And eventually you're going to find yourself isolated and that's going to turn into yeah. something very serious because now not only you're dealing with the problem that you actually uh, um, have been talking about it, but you're creating other, 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 you know, layers on top of that because now nobody really mm-hmm. wants to entertain you. So now you got people. If there's people around you, they're, they're tolerating you, and I want you to be very careful with that because you, if you're like me, I don't, I, I could count the people I could, I could count on in one hand to begin with. So when, when I'm, when I do think about those individuals, I value them. I value their, their commitment to me. I value their, uh, you know. Uh, the advice I value, right? So be careful what you're doing because you think you 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 know you 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 have a shoulder to cry on, but yo, we're in a season that nobody really has time not to help you because if they love you, they're gonna rock with you. And there's people out there that if you're willing to invest into yourself financially, like you could get that. But even those individuals that are willing to work with you because you're investing to them, investing investing into yourself financially, is gonna get to a point. It's like oh, okay, you just I, I don't care for your money because at this point you're not even being part of the solution. And for someone to work with you, they're looking for what results as well. Their job is to make sure that you you move the needle. So I, I'm saying all this to say is that listen, it's, it's a lot deeper than you sitting there and complaining about something that you're not willing to uh, walk walk through. And that's all right. If you're not ready, you're not ready. You gotta have uh, you know you gotta have that conversation with yourself. Look in the mirror, but stop. Yeah. Stop that energy. Stop being um, uh, looking for attention and pity in, in, in areas where, yo, people are going to stop rocking with you, man. Because I think that that right there is something that I have a problem with. And as soon as you said it, I had two people that came to mind. Like, I promise you. Um, and let's help those brothers and sisters that are in position right now that that just don't either know how to get that started, identify it, or mm-hmm. even just, just keep hitting the tree in the wrong place. And it's like... It's not giving them the results, and they just don't know how to make a decision that is that is that that needs to pivot them out of that that pattern, that cycle that mm-hmm. they they continue to be in. You know, it's crazy. Like when you were talking earlier, I thought about this question, and in all actuality, what it is is this: you can be making money at something, you can make millions of dollars, you can be the coldest in the world at something, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's your purpose. 
You know what I'm saying? If you don't feel as – yes, you can be making money. You can be killing the game the best at this thing. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. But if Talk it's not that. your purpose, you're not, going, you're not going to be fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be looking for other things. So for me, I love basketball. Don't get me wrong. I loved the vehicle it was. It got me to college. It made me some money. It helped me start my business. But when I look back, bro, I didn't love it. Was I in the gym? Was I, was I working 18-hour days playing basketball? No. Was I up all night playing basketball? No. Was I taking care? You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing these things. So what I understood was, okay, this was my vehicle. I rock with it, but it's not my purpose. You know what I'm saying? All these things didn't work out exactly how I wanted it because it wasn't my purpose. But this over here, even though I got to work at it a bit more, it's my purpose. So it's working out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I just got, I just wanted to reiterate that. Like, just because, again, you're cold at it. Just because, and I think we was reading, was it Simon Sinek or Good to Great? One of those other, or the level five leader. One yeah, of the other. level five. But it talked about that too. It's like, again, you have to move off of your purpose. What purpose did God give you? Yeah. Not are you, what are you good at? Not what can you make money at? What is your purpose? And when you find that purpose, all that anxiety that you have and all the foolishness that's going on in your head, it, it pretty much goes away because you understand the path now. That's good. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's good. But when you literally sit there and just want to point fingers, I think that that's just that, that within itself, it speaks so much volume of the individual. Um, and that's, that, those are the folks that are going to always sit on the sidelines and be cheerleaders or, or, or even opinionated on what, what they believe is, is, is fair or foul. Um, but like, you know, look in the mirror and I'll, I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that that goes on in today's society more than what, you know, we would like to kind of really talk about because we don't have, we, we, we're in an era right now that people just don't want to take accountability. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's a problem for me. Like laziness is one thing I like. Like mm-hmm. I, I started the. But I think they go hand in hand. I think no, they go it, hand it, in it hand. No, it does. But Adelaide, yeah. you'll never hear me blame anybody else for my lack of not doing what I need to do. Yeah. You've been no, around me. Right. You've been around me a couple. We going on on, and you know I'll be the first. I'm like, my bad. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I, I own that. Yeah. I apologize. Like like that's you, mm-hmm. I got to get it, and it might have it might be the same conversation three times, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. We, I might say that I'm like, yo, my bad, my bad. And I, it gets to a point that I get tired of saying certain things, right? But you'll never hear from me, oh, this is your fault, this is your fault. Uh, because again, that just speaks of, of the individual. And that's why, if you if go back to the question that DJ asked me, like, how was I able to go from, you know, it, you know three decades mm-hmm. ago? It's because I always owned up to that part. I always owned up to what was the lack of me doing certain things, but I also owned up to the victories that I, that I, that I, that I put myself in that I won. Like, right. Like it's a, it's a, it's a two side of the coin because you, you can't win and, 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 and not say Jorge, like you didn't have nothing to do with that. Like, yo, I'll give, I'll give grace to God for everybody that came in my life and helped me. But I walked through that door vice versa yeah. on the other side of it. When things don't go right, bro, like, I didn't do what I needed you to. You walked through that door. Yeah, I walked through that door. Or not. Yeah, right. Or not. Part of the scripture that talks about and the truth shall set them free. I'm big on like you gotta be honest with yourself. I've said that before. Um, I've met a lot of delusional people. <laughs> I could be a little delusional. I promise you. I've met a lot of delusional people. Now let me say this: I am a big dreamer. I advocate going for the thing you feel like God is putting your heart. Go after it. Go get it. However, going back to like self-awareness and being honest with yourself, 
that is a process that needs to happen on a regular basis, whether you do like monthly check-ins with yourself, daily check-ins, whatever. Be and I'm, I'm saying that and putting an emphasis on it because we are constantly inundated and fed programming to chase things that we may not even want. Mm -hmm. But if you aren't asking yourself those questions and doing check-ins with yourself, you don't know. You, you, you feel like you're not successful because you don't have the vehicle that the person on social media has, or you don't have, you know, the closet full of shoes or the clothes, or you can't travel. And do you even really want that? So you have to be honest with yourself about that. You also have to be honest with yourself about are you putting in the actual work that's required to get the results that you want? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to keep it 100. We talked about use the like uh, analogy of like chopping at the tree. There have been situations of, you know, I've, I've worked with people, right? They're chopping at the tree. It's an oak tree, but they know they want to be at a willow tree. They're looking at the willow tree, chopping at the oak tree. Mm. Why are you over Whoa. here when you know you're supposed to be over They're there? Practicing. <laughs> <laughs> you're practicing. It's practice. You're wasting time. Okay. Right. You're wasting time doing that. And so never heard that's that. why I'm like, no, you need to be very honest with yourself about what it is you want and what is it that you're doing. Uh. Same thing, right? So we talk about, for those of you that have not worked in like a corporate setting, they have regular meetings. Are we hitting our goals? Are we on target? Are we hitting our, our um, key index factors? That is, that's always in the front of leadership's mind, their conversation, because they want to make sure that they are on task. You need to be doing the same thing in your life. And I know this may be a little controversial, Y'all, we have to start running our lives like businesses, our personal mm -hmm. lives. Why is that kind mm -hmm. of, I think mm -hmm. it's, no, I don't even think it's. A lot of people hate the idea of like business and personal. No, nah, but it's the, I mean, I'll let you roll it out because it's yeah. just the principle of it. It's the principle. That's facts. That's facts. It's the principle. I ain't saying go out there and yeah. do nothing crazy. But the way that businesses structure their meetings, their finances, mm -hmm. how they onboard people into now their lives because they want to make teaching. sure. Come on. We still go back to decisions though, right? But you have to have that clarity and be honest with mm -hmm. yourself in order for you to make the decision to say, this person needs to be a part of my life. This person I need to marry. This this task I need to go after. Or that actually doesn't align with anything I want. Or that's not going to get me to my goal. I need to go sit down somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I need to take a step back. So being honest with yourself is huge. And, and, and truly knowing and assessing what are the goals. And are you actually doing something that's going to get you to your goal? Because we've talked about that as well. It's possible to be busy and not doing anything that's related to reaching the actual goal that you said you wanted. So now I got to go, do you really want that goal? And if you don't, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not shaming anyone if you realize, oh, no, I don't actually want that. The purpose is to hurry up and get to that revelation so you aren't wasting time and investing your time in something you don't really want. That's facts. That's yeah. facts. Hey. But Jorge, talk to us. Give us the same question to you. Close us out. Yeah. How? Get, get, we're asking you the same question. Talk to us. I, I think it was, there's no need to even piggyback. I think it was sad. It was, it was clear. Like, yeah. I, I love the analogy that, you know, Alali touched on. Like... <laughs> You you looking at an oak you looking at an oak tree, but you hear you know what I'm saying, you're hearing something else, right? Yeah. Um so like that speaks volumes because man, stop getting distracted. Stop yeah. like sh kill the noise. Yeah. 
we're in such a space that my wife and I are always talking about like, yo, you know how addictive personalities, man. And, and when I say addictive personality, I'm not talking about just so you're out here doing drugs at a high level. Yeah. I'm talking about you going through a social media and tricking off 20, 30, 40, some of you an hour or two on social media. Yeah. And you know in the back of your head, you got you got a list of things to do. But mm -hmm. then you just spent your whole morning. Now you're rushing to get to, the, to, to, to what you need to do. So now it doesn't come out the way you want it. Yeah. And then you're mad at the world. But reality, you're mad at yourself. Yeah. Like that's just real. Like let's not make this deeper than what it is. And it's that like that. Those are simple, simple ways of me showing you your decisions. Like mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. That's why you're not winning. And mind you, I've been on that side of things. And mind you, I gotta check myself all the time. Yo, why are you? Why uh, DJ's got social media? Why are you on social media? Mm -hmm. Like so, I make sure that your know, this season is just no need for us to be doing stuff that doesn't align with what God has for you. Mm -hmm. And so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta win your space. You